a small boy who saw dreams to win big in his life and how did he achieve those what were those blockers for him in the journey and how did he overcome those let's find it out in this episode of the real impulse show hello and welcome to an interview episode of the real impulse show today i am really happy to invite dr mobi as a guest on my show uh, before we begin i give a very brief introduction of him so he is a certified sleep specialist he is a practicing physician he is an author of a well known book simple diet sleep and exercise which is available in amazon in not one but three languages the tv show's host he is also a tv show host and he is also a podcaster he has been also recognized as one of the top 60 hosts on the planet as per the hollywood news in 2020 he is a tele award winner in the year 2021 he has also been a tedx speaker and what not so this can go on and uh, it can go uh, till the time i wish to introduce him so i would like to now introduce uh, without any further ado firstly welcome dr mobi thanks for finding out time and joining us today on the real impulse show welcome to the show well thank you thank you it's been uh, fun always to connect across the globe you know but i go by in media dr mobi uh, and i do sleep medicine here in us for last 25 years been here and also i have a passion for changing life uh, lifestyle especially for people so that's where my journey is about uh, my book keep it simple diet sleep exercise and uh, we want to make sure people understand you know that the health is most important so and we are working hard to get that awareness for everyone indeed that's actually the real uh, area that we all need to work on that's a very good uh, initiative and thoughts that you have uh, so uh, if i would like to just uh, start with asking you a few questions so the first that i have yeah. in mind is how were you as a kid and what were what was that one tough time or what were those few tough times that you had and how did you overcome over them uh, okay well, i think yeah that's a good question you know as uh, we all know that you know uh, when we are kids uh, our parents actually put that in our mind to work hard and uh, as you are well aware especially parents from our side of the world they want you to be focused on education right so yes. they want you to be focused doing things um, other than education and so i wasn't really into a lot of extracurricular activities which you know as you, right now in us actually we have kids doing everything you know they play they do kind of things and they also study now when we i was growing up we were more focused just on studying 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 and it's not that they made me study it's just i had a passion you know my parents say i was reading books even when very little you know i was just i loved books and just and never they never had to tell me to go to school a lot in terms of remain focused because i was kind of i loved school <laughs> so you're asking about what was the difficult you know i think the only difficult time i had was my health you know i wasn't a very healthy kid you know 
So in terms of I was underweight and, you know, st- uh, sick all the time. So that was the only thing, uh, you know, but I think somehow I made through, survived all those challenges. And, uh, you know, so uh, as you know, uh, their healthcare, you know, especially for kids, um, it's very um, in bad shape in, in our side of the world, right? You know, if you look at those numbers for kids, their health, it's really low. You know, the mortality, the perinatal, the, um, you know, the growing up, the numbers. Um, I think our population is huge, as you know. So, uh, but I think the healthcare is really dismal there. There, you know, the immunization, um, the campaign is very weak, as we all know. Then we have also weakness for other 10 other things. So those are, uh, you know, definitely making a difference uh, in somebody who is uh, really struggling, especially with those age group. Health is what uh, was a little hurdle for you. And then over time you uh, came, uh, you had good opportunities that helped you to uh, get out of it and uh, definitely I understand that now that you're in a, such a wonderful career that is also uh, to do with uh, health so I really understand that you know uh, though it would have been a tough time yeah it would have been also a very uh, uh, satisfying end to that uh, concern or the uh, tough time that you had Apart from that, uh, what was the biggest hurdle uh, that you saw when you uh, started to uh, take uh, this career of your choice, which you are in today? You know, I think, uh, you know, we all have, uh, over time, we evolve, we learn, we, we kind of, so my journey actually started with my disease. Uh, you know, so we all kind of come up with some solution always whenever we are struggling. You know, if we believe in hope, if we have hope and if we think that we can go through that successfully, we will come up with a solution. So, you know, life gives you lemon and you make lemonade. You know, I'm sure you heard of that. Okay. So same thing. I was in good health. Uh, I wouldn't say that maybe I thought I was in good health. So, but I gained weight and, you know, so when I graduated actually from med school, as you know, um, in in our part of the world, they say, they think that physician has to look big, you know, bulky and, you know, right? That's the impression they have. So I was like this in final year. And so, so they say, oh, are you still student? Are you sure? Are you reading correctly? You know, all those yes. funny things. So I think, uh, so I felt uh, very insecure in terms of, uh, you know, the social stigma around it that, you know, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should gain weight, you know. So I was intentionally eating rice. And so in final year, I remember I I kind of ate biryani every day, you know, to gain weight. So I gained a lot of weight. Okay. So I I thought, you know, as, as I recall, so I was trying to do all that. Just so, you know, I'm graduating, I should look like doctor, right? So, so, but the problem is then, you know, I would try to gain more and more and so want to look like, you know, I graduated and I'm, so I came to US and then 
you know, here is a little different. And as you know, here, the food quality is totally different in terms of, uh, you know, you can really get good quality food if you want. So I kept that pace and I kept increasing my weight intentionally. Okay. Um, it was not unintentional. So then I, I was, you know, practicing and then one day I was driving and all of a sudden my pulse became irregular and I was going to lose my consciousness. I, so I, I pulled my car over and then, you know, I checked my pulse. I said, well, and I felt really dizzy and so forth. So I, I got my cardiac checkup and everything. They said, heart is fine, but your um, problem is your, uh, you know, there's no blockage in your heart, but you should lose maybe weight, you know. So I said, now, now over the years, I started actually developing taste of, I always love food. I mean, food I love always anyways. So I uh, basically went for a checkup and they said, you should lose it. So I told my wife, I said, it's very hard for, for me to actually work on, on the weight because, you know, um, you know, those are for cows or animals. They eat grass, but I'm not going to do that. You know, I want to basically, um, you know, eat and enjoy. But I, then a second thought came to me and said, you know, maybe I should think of maybe, maybe, you know. Uh, so because I was becoming diabetic and, and that's another topic I will like to also put that here. Uh, we'll, we'll come to that later. But, I, you know, anyways, I got that uh, finally with dietitian I spoke with. And I said, tell me a little bit about what you want to achieve out of it. Give me an idea because she gave me powder diet and she says, why don't you go ahead and eat that? I said, oh, I'm not going to do that. You know, this is very hard on me. So anyways, I found that there has to be a solution. There has to be something which I should work on. Um, so anyways, I kept on thinking and finally I said, okay, I will listen to you. I'll show up every week and I will lose weight. And, and But I'm, I'm not going to take your powder. So, okay. so then she said, okay, I'll see what you do. And so I kept on showing up every week and I lost uh, one pound every week. So I lost 100 pounds in one year. Okay. Wow. So that was, I am. So it just came to me and I said, I realized, you know, why I was uh, gaining weight. Uh, why did I even took that path, you know, of uh, overeating? So that moment I realized, okay, I'm going to just go backwards. Okay. So, and then that day and this day, so four years have passed and I, still, uh, you know, I lost all the weight and also, you know, diabetes gone, headaches gone. So, so then I realized there are a lot of things in my life were there because of food. Okay. Uh, you know, you have headaches, horrible headaches, migraine. Okay. And then uh, so all gone because I excluded, you know, roti, chapati, naan, all those rice. So all those are gone. Then we excluded also, you know, sweets. So those are gone. Then, you know, your stomach upset is gone. Your, um, you know, sleep issues are gone. Um, blood pressure is better. So, so many things, you know, imagine so many things. Diabetes is totally gone. Uh, I'm not on medications and uh, cholesterol is all the way better. So I realized that 
they're probably, you know, in med school and everything, I said, well, probably we've all focused on treating disease, but not on getting rid of them, you know. So maybe we should focus on getting rid of. So that's why my lifestyle journey started. Okay. So at that time, then I said, okay. So it started with book and I would encourage a lot of people who would read and, and they ask questions. So I think uh, I've sold over 4,000 of these books and then Japan, you know, all over the world. So they said, have different languages. Uh, so I did that too. Uh, but now, you know, I realized a lot of patients ask me, okay, we would like to hear you watch video or kind of get motivated. So, okay. So I did a couple of shows for, uh, and then, you know, people liked it. And I said, okay, I'm going to start doing more and more. So that's how my journey started with media. Um, until that now, I've been doing a lot of, so I've done in last year, almost 400 shows. Wow, so wonderful. Yeah, so 400 shows and then I uh, did also TEDx talk. Uh, so a lot of, uh, so I I mean, where do I get this energy? I don't know. You know, I just, I just get this and I keep going. Like, look, now I met you all the way around the world, right? Yes. Uh, other part of the world. And then we are, um, and you asked me, I said, yeah, I will come because I like to help and you know, I, you know, I just go with the flow. I just go with the energy and, and that's what I am trying to do. So I think, you know, people like it. So I thought, okay, we'll keep doing. Awesome. So that's really inspiring to hear uh, in itself that your story or your journey of your tough time started uh, when you had to actually gain weight. Then it came to a stage when you had to actually lose it. And then you are now at a stage when you want to help everyone have that same level and not go a little higher or on the lower side just to be uh, you know on that right uh, uh, what we say scale and that's really inspiring and I would definitely uh, encourage all our listeners or viewers to obviously uh, find your book out on Amazon buy it and go through it share your share their reviews with you get in touch with you because I am by far really enjoying this session I am really getting inspired with what your life story has been till now. And uh, what I also want to ask you out of my curiosity is that you started off with your journey when you wanted to gain weight, then a stage came, then you wanted to lose weight just because you want to be fit and fine. So during this entire phase or journey, did that one or two days, uh, were those one or two days there in your life when you thought, let's, you know, go to some conventional option and not try my hands in some areas where, you know, it's taking toll on my health. Did that ever come to you? Did to go to some other option, what you're doing apart from that? Okay. You're asking the time I was uh, overweight or the time I was trying to... Overall. Overall. In the entire okay. journey. Okay. Now, entire journey, you know, when I was overweight, my wife would say, uh, you know, you're overweight. And now she, she, she was always fit. You know, I tried to lose weight uh, many times, I, I'll be honest. So I thought even I'll go to uh, some kind of gym. I had actually hired a personal trainer one time too. And I did one month. I didn't lose any weight and nothing. And actually my personal trainer died. <laughs> that was interesting. And I told, uh, so... He was older gentleman, but he died, you know. 
but uh, you know i did not lose any weight at all it was struggle it was uh, and i thought maybe i should just go to some camp and just get admission and lose weight and uh, you know we all struggle we all struggle but for some reason when i got uh, that uh, you know dizzy spell um I, frankly speaking i saw the really a dark tunnel i just for one second i was in a really dark deep tunnel and there was no light at that so and then i came back and then uh, to me i said oh my god it is real you know that that probably is my end you know so then when you see that you know then you realize okay this is this is for real now i really have to think of uh, so i think till that time i was not able to understand uh, you know that i have to lose weight now once it got in my mind that i have to do it and the way some reason your brain works very well if you understand clearly directions so if you know and everybody who's listening i would say make up your mind and be disciplined your mind will work its way towards that don't worry about the final journey worry about few baby steps you worry about that you are going to maintain that you are going to keep doing it again and again and again yes one year is a long time you know it took um, so if somebody asked me to lose weight in 30 days 60 day 90 days no there was nothing like that my only goal was slow and steady slow and steady every week i had to do my homework every week I, and there were times i was sad i was depressed and i i would feel that um, and i did not achieve one pound every week there were time when we had quarter pound weight loss okay but the, yeah those are the real time you know but then i kind of figured out way as long as you believe that you will be able to your mind is beautiful thing so it, it can figure out everything for you but you have faith have faith have hope and then you will do well and those are always true no matter which part and now a lot of now i'm not young uh, like you i'm 50 year old okay now a lot of people will say okay at 50 or your age uh, you know your body to lose a few pounds is very hard right yes so okay. and when you're young you can do now a lot of people when i talk to about weight or any other issues they say uh doc i have joined a gym and i am uh, bought treadmill or i have gym activity i said who told you to do exercise because i i went through that uh, that i hired personal trainer i did this and did i lose weight no i uh, did i spend a lot of money on treadmills and you know ellipticals and everything absolutely like all of us do okay uh, so my uh, uh, only suggestion is do not spend a lot of money there is nothing written that you have to spend this money or buy this equipment it you can lose all i actually i lost all this weight by spending only 10 okay. so that's uh, you know i did i take any supplements not really except just some vitamin later on 
but those are very cheap. Uh, you don't have to have, uh, you know, those expensive. So my advice is do not spend money. Yeah. Now there's also a way, there are always solutions which are expensive there are, because there is more than one way of doing things, which is great. But not every way is cheaper or efficient or smart way. You know, I'm sure you have seen the program MacGyver, right? You watch them. You have seen the TV show MacGyver? No, not really. Okay. Okay. So MacGyver is an English show. If you ever watch it, it's really good. So whenever he gets into trouble, he finds a very simple things in that, uh, you know, situation to find a way out. Okay. He doesn't have uh, like, you know, the big guns or anything. He, he just finds a simple solution to open a lock or, you know, do things to get out. So like you can open a lock with a pin, right? But you, can, you don't have to break the door. So the, those are the solutions I'm interested in. So this is my solution is same thing. It's very simple, smart way of understanding what your body is doing. And so you need to focus on what you eat. So whoever tells you eat this or eat so much and this is good fat and this and there's nothing. Uh, this is all marketing gimmick. If you look at, you know, now market, food market what does what? They don't want you to uh, be gone forever. They want you to keep eating, okay? So they came up with these different taglines. They will say, oh, low glycemic index rise, uh, low glycemic or this and low sugar this. Now, it was funny when you eat mangoes and, you know, I love mangoes. They, they came up with a low sugar mango. What kind of, <laughs> what kind of, uh, you know? But they want you to eat mangoes, you know, pretty much. So, they, so the, this, you have to understand this. So the food industry always wants you to be their customer, okay? Yeah. Because nobody will buy their food. Okay. So they come up with these different names for it. So just understand, do not do your harm. So don't do what I did, you know, gain weight to please others. Do not do that, okay? Uh, you don't have to do that uh, because you will get sick, you will become diabetic, or you will have heart disease. And then if you get sick, there is nothing uh, more precious than your health. That's my, you know, always, uh, you know, clear, clear message to everyone. Sure. So, uh, like, as you said that, uh, you know, there are different ways of doing it. And obviously choosing uh, the most economic way uh, at times helps you and even I agree to that like just running behind uh, an expensive option might not be uh, an option that gives you results so definitely I agree to that so uh, another question that I have for you is like uh, you are definitely a source of inspiration for many but who has been your source of inspiration Okay. Yeah. My, my, you know, that is a very good question. My um, source of inspiration are common people. My source of inspiration are everyday's heroes every day. So, you know, when I, I you know, when we had COVID and, you know, oh, I'm a physician, I was working tirelessly long hours and all that. And I was walking to the hospital and 
I felt very tired and exhausted. And I thought, maybe why, why, why we are doing all this? And, you know, is there an end to it? So I walked by through the hallway and I asked this lady, she was cleaning. And I said, how are you doing? And she says, I'm doing well, doctor. Thank you for asking. I say, uh, okay, how's it going for you? And, uh, you know, it must be stressful and all that. She said, yes, doctor, but I have to feed my family and I'm, this is my second job and I'm just working hard. And I finished one job and then came here and now it's midnight and I'm working here. And I felt so embarrassed. I said, and you're working tirelessly and you have energy. And I said, she doesn't get paid as much as I get paid here, right? Rounding, you know? So I said, you know, but look at her, look at her spirit, look at her, you know? So she is such a strong person. She really motivated me to, um, so I, I just, for one second, all my fatigue, everything gone, you know, after listening to her. So I said, yes, they, they are the real heroes. We just follow. I just get inspiration from common people. My only thing is I, I always listen to them. That's the only thing I will say. I always value them in terms of what they're saying. I don't look at that. Uh, you know, I am authority and then I have reason. No, I don't do that. I, I want to see what they are, how they're doing and how they're feeling. So for me, uh, that's how I actually reinvent every few months or every, because my songs, my uh, book, everything is inspired by common people and everyday stories. That's really good to know because uh, when I ask this question to anyone, so they obviously have one name who they want to talk about. And most of us really know that name somewhere or the other. But this is the first time I've heard that real inspiration is coming from very uh, all of us, like every one of us around. So like, again, I have no words for that. So uh, that brings us uh, towards the end of this discussion here, Dr. Movi. I am really happy that I had this chance to interview you on this show today. And uh, I really look forward to have another round of interaction. Uh, with this, uh, I would like to say uh, thanks to all the listeners who stayed with us till now, to all the viewers on YouTube who have stayed with us till now, uh, towards till the end of the session. And if you uh, really like the way it was conducted and how it was there, please follow Dr. Moby, read his book that he has published and Obviously, uh, the inspiration will always be there with you. Thanks for listening to The Real Impulse Show.